Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. And right now we have Reza Biza, a.k.a. Ray, on the line. Ray, Hello, how's it going? Hey, can you hear me over there? Yeah, we can hear you loud and clear. Oh, perfect. Thanks for having me. No problem. How's your day going? Just dropped the album. Everything going swell for you up in Northland? Yeah, everything's going good. Um, you know, we I was surprised by a bottle of champagne this morning. <laughs> um, and, yeah, everything just kind of, you know, went from there. Yeah, just start start the day off great, pour yourself a bit of bubbly, just enjoy everything else to come through. Like, all your work is done for now, it's like, just watch everything go. Exactly, yeah. Now's the, now, now's the easy part. Yeah, exactly, just going around, like, playing it and just touring around with it all and everything. Yeah, well, that's the next step. Now we just kind of, um, you know, figuring out what we can do as far as the live show and, you know, how we can make it interesting for people. Um, but... Yeah, you know, it's, it's it was a long, you know, it was a long process as you, you know, as you know, making an album takes a lot longer than one would like. Mm. But um, you know, got there in the end and you know, I find I was able to get the features I needed um and that I that I wanted. So, you know, it's yeah, it's good, man. Yeah, cuz um were you working on this like slightly on the back burner during the same time as High Beams last year? Yeah, well, I mean, like my my, my process tends to be you know to not stop working mm. so so it's like so during that whole process we're still um we're still making you know still making music i'm still making demos and you know a lot of the time like i'll when i start making an album i'll already have say maybe 15 decent demos you know that i could that you know that i can kind of look to improve so you know my process is a little bit different so it, it was never just like okay, now we're making a new album, we're starting from scratch, you know, I was always making music along the way. Yeah, and it's just like, always completely workshopping, just going, oh, this beat, maybe not, might need a bit more 808, or like, just a different sample or something, correct? Yeah, exactly, I mean, like, now now that's the point, you know, because I come from the school of just, like, rap, you know, you just get a sample loop, and, and you just rap, you know, and... That's that's how I did a lot of my you know a lot of my previous music, but you know this time we were doing a lot more post production. You know, we're, no, these drums are not working. Okay, let's change it up. Okay, no, this this hook. The, you know, the, we did a a lot of work after basically I guess after the vocals were done. You know, so it was yeah, it was very interesting. It was a new process for me, um, but I feel like you know I feel like it, the project was better for it. Oh, definitely. Um, and you also talked about um, features briefly, and one of the key ones, I, when I look at the album, and of course, you're not surprised, it's Odyssey and Zenith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Odyssey one, man, is one I've been, it's, it's been on my list of, um, you know, my dream feature list for a while, and, you know, I was I was fortunate enough to have um, toured with him when he was in NZ a few years mm -hmm. ago, and, um, and it was, you know, we... I mean, we, you know, people always talk about like, yeah, you know, yeah, we should do some stuff, and you know, but finally, three years later, I was able to send him something that he was, you know, in that zone for at that specific point, and you know, he sent that back like in a few days, which was just crazy for me because I know how how busy you know he is, and um, yeah, he just really completed that track. Yeah, because just like seeing that, especially with this one, this is such a international um, track because. A, it goes over a lot of world politics, but then B, Zenith, like being from Jamaica, doing all the dance hall and everything, just having that intersect, like that beat, I was like, 
just falling in love. Like it has that old school kind of scratching, and then also that um, very dub aspect to it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like that—that's that's why we, you know, we got him for the feature, and and it was a little bit difficult because, as you said, you know, he's uh, you know he's a dancehall act, mm. um, and you know, so so and but dancehall has a very close relationship with reggae, you know, with with dub, with mm. you know, it's kind of like. So yeah, it's a hard thing to you know, it's a hard thing to describe. I guess it's kind of like you know, MCs who you know ro- who can rock with drum and bass, or who can rock with you know, if you can rock with drum and bass, you can probably rock with a lot of other electronic type of you know type of genres. So he was similar in that sense that you know when we when I heard his music, I was like, oh okay, this is going to be a challenge you know in terms of getting that right sound. But he was just able to mold right into that perfectly. And fortunately, it was one of those cases where it's like, oh. Yeah, this is perfect. No changes. Thank you. You know. <laughs> yeah, just take, take it as it is. Is it like you're like, oh damn, don't have to actually work around. Like he had that skill and everything. Just saw what needed to be there. Exactly, and then and I feel like also for the fact that he, because he's in Jamaica right now. He's mm. in, you know, he's in the mix. Like he, you know, this is the all that stuff I was rapping about on the record. You know, that's that's a lot of things that I, you know, being, you know, an immigrant, um, you know, an African immigrant and still having family back home who are going through this and that like for me i'm i'm always looking at it almost from a third person perspective but for him it was it was personal he was you know he yeah. was in the mix he's in the mix right now so um it was really good having someone who could literally speak from ground level you know from from ground zero yeah and like just cuz especially with this track trouble it's like there's a lot to unpack especially with world politics and so interesting now how pretty much you have three separate locations all being able to converge over like the same things and yet have also different backstories or like you said him being on the streets like in the mix of everything in Jamaica but yet still be able to talk about these same things well exactly I mean I think that that's but I think that that's um, you know a byproduct of you know globalization Oh, I I think our stories are becoming a lot more relatable like that, you know, globalization have, has its negatives, but I think one of the positives is that now when we have a problem or when we have an issue that we want to speak of, it's like we all can see the same thing, you know. In, you know what I mean? Even if we in New Zealand looking out, you know, and watching the news and kind of hearing about what's what's going on around the world, we can still see it, we can still feel it. So, um, so yeah, it was it was it was just a beautiful thing, man. This is one of those tracks that just kind of. It was probably the easiest track to make, you know, on the album, but probably the hardest in terms of like hoping everyone can get their parts to me on time and it sounds good and everyone, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But it just kind of really just fell into place. Yeah. Um, also, with today, today's been a big day of music releases. Like Danny Brown has just dropped. Um, you know what I'm saying? You, of course, with Bygones. Um, Nick Cave dropped his new album and stuff. So what were some of the things that you were, like, listening to um, when making? Were you, like, starting to get introduced to a bit more dub when listening to, like, Zenth's tracks? Or was, like, people like Blaze the Emperor and stuff, like, putting you on different things and whatnot? Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great point that you pulled up because a lot of, you know, me being, you know, part of, you know, Ammonation as a collective and, you know, we... You know, having young cats on there and, you know, me having some of my older, you know, homies who have their influences, all of that, like, you know, as far as, like, listen, you know, music that I was listening to, you know, during the process, all of that added to it, you know, everything from, you know, from, you know, from Young Thug to 
Capleton, you know, the reggae artist, to, mm. you know, Bob Marley discography, to um, Luther Vandross, all of that really kind of just was all the ingredients in this melting pot. And, um, you know, I mean, like, my, if you look at my like my Spotify playlist, like I have stuff for every every genre, you know, every mood, um, you know, and the stuff mm. I'll be listening to, like ju- especially during making a rap album, I don't listen to much rap. It's 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 probably like, you know, like I said, more the Luther Vandrosses and the Stevie Wonders, and probably just new stuff like you know the Babies and the, oh, the yeah. Young Thugs and all the you know. So it's a really strange mix of um, of influences. But, you know, I used to be very adverse to all of that, you know, like to listening to a lot of, you know, to listening to mad stuff while I was making a project. But I kind of feel like making music is like making movies, you know. When you're making a movie, when you do you stop watching movies? Do you stop, you know, consuming, you know, visual, um, you know, visual stuff? No, you don't. You, 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 you keep learning and you keep, you know, watching what other people are doing and, you know, trying to improve on your craft. So... Um, so yeah, this one was a crazy mix of just everything, like you name it. Like I had this little house phase. You could probably hear that on the project. Like yeah. I, had, I had this little phase where I was like bumping a bunch of like house music. Um, you know, had a you know old types. I think if you anyone who like listens to the project, you can probably actually guess pretty well what phase I was at or what I was listening to around the time I was making the specific records, which I think makes it a little bit you know, interesting, in a way. Yeah, it gives, like, the little bits of dynamic where it's like, oh, you have the one turn-up song or, or, like, even with House, like, you have that, like, beat where it's, like, not always as hype, but then you have, like, of course, like, Neon, where it's just a bit more fun and lifeful. Exactly, and I think that's what I was aiming for with this project was, you know, I think the, the, the landscape of things is, you know, the landscape of music is changing. You know, um, the the era I grew up on was, you know, Stillmatic, and um, I mean, I was pretty young back then, but like, you know, the Biggie albums yeah. that are considered classics, and you know, the Pac albums, Jay Z albums, you know, and those projects, the it was the thing about them that made them well, part of what made them classics was the fact that there was a real consistency in the sound and the theme, you know, it was like it was like a painting or a movie, you know, but now I feel like the the, the landscape is changing in that. You know, people have short attention spans, and but but more than that, people have much. Like, their palettes have a much wider variety. You know, and I, I learned this, you know, a few like maybe six eight months ago, where I was discussing music with one of my fans at a show, and they were telling me about how their favorite albums were like, one of my albums, like a a Tool album, this like oh. random electronic album. This, you know, and I was just like, whoa, that's a, that's a wild range, and I kind of picked up from that. Like, it's now it's different. People have a eclectic taste. You know, they don't want to hear the same theme or the same sound for a whole album. They want to be taken to different places. So, um, I guess this is exper- You know, in terms of trying to make an album that has different sounds but doesn't sound like it's a compilation. This, I guess that was the real challenge. Yeah, definitely just working through everything and making it seem like it's easy to have different points and like then it's just a mixtape, but it's like bring it all together and finding those intersects and making it work. Exactly. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Ray, for talking to us and taking the time out of your day. Um, where is the album available for the people who don't know? 
All right, so to everyone who, everyone out there listening, you can check out the new Bygones album by Razor Visa. You know, you know, I said that in third person, but um, that is out now on all platforms: Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal. If you support Jay Z's endeavors, um, what else? Just every yeah, any any type of um electronic platform you can find my find my um, my new album on. Yeah, thank you so much for taking time out of your day, man. Hope you enjoy the celebration from the fruits of your labor. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Sweet. Catch up. All right, that was Reza Beza. And right now we're going to be playing Trouble Off the Album Bygones with Odyssey and Zen. So keep it locked to Radio 1. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.